Yo, Chad, what if I told you there's a platform that could completely revolutionize your hiring strategy in a matter of hours? Yeah, I'd call bullshit. Well, it's not bullshit with AI for jobs powered by our friends at This Way Global. Okay, I'm listening. Uh, While everyone else is fishing in the same old talent pools, AI for Jobs can source over 160 million diverse candidate profiles. This Way Global has established unique partnerships with over 8,500 trusted diversity partners. So wait a minute. All of the hard on-the-ground work is already done. That's right, Cowboy. You can discover 300 qualified candidates per job rack instantly. Wow. It's like having a candidate sourcing magic wand. (laughs) Dude, if you had a magic wand, you would have Mexican pizzas all day. Mm. Uh, Stop distracting me, Sowash. AI for Jobs Advanced Matching Algorithm analyzes past applicants using trillions of historical matching events and over 1,600 data points. Now that is what AI should be doing, saving recruiters time on sourcing while they provide a white glove candidate experience. Let's wrap this shit up. I'm hungry. Listen up, kids. Revolutionize your hiring process today by jumping over to thiswayglobal.com and checking out AI for Jobs, where you can learn more about how to leverage AI for your recruiting instead of just writing poems and grocery lists. That is thiswayglobal.com. We out. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. We are live at Unleash America. This is the morning after hangover edition of the podcast. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always, Chad Sowash. And today we welcome James Appleton to the show. James is Director of Talent Acquisition at Harry and has an interesting story. Harry. Harry. H-A-R-R-I. Yes. It's no regular Tom, Dick, or Harry. No. It's a different kind of Harry. Yeah, this is more of a millennial (laughs) Harry. James, James, save us with your English accent and make us sound smarter. How are you doing? I'm very good, guys. I'm very good. I'll give it a go on that. Excellent. So listeners don't know who you are. Interesting story. Give us who James is. Okay. So I've done a couple of different things. So obviously, as you get from my accent, UK-based. So originally, I worked for a big 45,000 people company in the UK that's focused on pubs and restaurants in operations there as an area manager, that sort of thing. Ended up getting into talent acquisition and led talent acquisition for the company. So bringing in, that was my first introduction to Harry, eventually brought Harry into the company. How many open recs at one time are we talking about this 45,000 person company? Open recs, we're we're in the thousands. Oh, yeah, thousands. All right. So, so, yeah. yeah. A little busy. High frequency. A little busy. It's high volume. It's high volume. So that, loved it. But I had an itch to scratch, so I left that after a number of years and went and started my own pub restaurant in London. So I owned, operated that. So what was it called? Like the uh, the the Salty Lion or the? Uh, they always have interesting names. What was, there was yours no, called? There was no Dog and Duck. There was no Badger. <laughs> yeah. There was no you know. There were no crazy names. It was called Chalk Pit. So chalk, chalk, chalk pit, chalk, yeah. like chalk, chalk, right? Chalk. As in, as the in, you write chalk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 
Well, okay, All right, so dig deeper into this. Yeah, so, oh, yeah, yeah. so myself and my founder, Tom, so one of my best mates, Tom, we started this together. He ran a craft beer merchants at the time. So between us, we, we put it together. And Chalk Pit was the road that linked where we grew up. It was Chalk Pit Lane. So ah. there's, there's no crazy deep story That's the there. the second but. road reference we've had in uh because cherry uh bennett's cherry lane cherry, or whatever yep. new cherry, cherry yeah. lane, yes so interesting roads. interesting roads. Huh, what's okay. your favorite english beer oh my favorite english beer my favorite english beer is probably if i'm drinking something every day thornbridge zara is probably the best craft lager that ah. you can buy in the do you UK. know that one chad i do not i've never heard of that one gonna have to try is it, it regularly available or do i have to dig for that uh, You'd have to dig a bit. You'd have to go to the right pubs Give or the right one places. that's easily accessible. <laughs> easily accessible, you're probably going with Carling, <laughs> which okay. is, is up there with Stella. 1664 is a good Pretty one. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get to, uh, to work. Now, you're on the side that everyone that we typically talk to wants to be in front of. Talk about your experience as a buyer. <laughs> I don't think people appreciate the, the clutter the sales calls, uh, the confusion. Talk about just that from your perspective, because I don't think a lot of vendors appreciate what a buyer goes through. And and to be honest, my, my perspective kind of completely changed. So because I had that side that I'll talk to, now I leave the product side at Harry. So that, you know, sitting on both sides of those fences is, is quite eye opening. So when I was buying, just is quite bewildering. And the way I liken it to people is if you bought a house once in your life and that was it, you had very limited information to do it. That's what it's like being a buyer for yeah. a massive company. That's scary but, as shit but it's too, where you, by the it's way. It's where you got loads of money, right? Yeah. So you're a big company. You've got loads of money. So talk to the house analogy. People are coming to you and they're wanting to sell you everything, right? And they show you all sorts of houses. And it's, it is quite bewildering. You yeah. know, I remember when we looked, we looked seriously at 25 different vendors, you know? And it took a huge amount wow. of time. Yeah. To get to get that down then to a short list. How long it. did that take? That, that was oh, that's months. E- yeah. it, it was months. It was, it, over a year. Yeah, and you go through all the crap processes of RFPs and yeah. things which are useless in, in many ways yeah. you know, of, of yeah. how you go through how that. How vital were like review sites or your network and maybe, hey, have you guys used this? How important was that? Hugely. Because same same for most things in life, that word of mouth. You know, getting getting recommendations from people of what was out there and people yep. you'd worked with before, people you trust, people you know in the industry to give you a recommendation will mean that you'll at least look at them. You'll yep. open that door. Then you've obviously got the big ones you've heard of and that sort of stuff. Yeah. The hard ones are, are knowing whether you're willing to take a punt on your shortlist on someone that's a little bit different. That, yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing where you're shown houses by a realtor and you're shown four houses and they go, the kind of mystery house. You know, we think you might want to have a look at this, right? Yeah. Of, of how do you get those into your mix, you know? Yeah. And some houses you can rent for a while. Some houses you have to buy. Others are leased to own. So there are different levels of commitment that you have to make. Not all houses are created different yeah and it's hard to it's hard to pilot a system that big that, well that's the, the problem realistically you you can't because yeah. of the change management piece uh-huh. at that sort of scale at 1700 locations forty five thousand employees you cannot really pilot you know the organization yeah. won't accept it and that change management yeah because they expect you to try it and they expect you to get it right you know the operators expect you to get it right first time yes. yep. so that's hard to do and when you bring it in and you're you're speaking to people you go through that process and and that discovery piece you know the discovery piece both sides I sit, I've sat on that fence. That's where it 
loses or you know loses or wins right yeah, yeah. the discovery piece you'll go through and again back to this house analogy sometimes you know you will speak to someone and you'll say i don't own a car and they show you a house with a garage and it's like well <laughs> that's not helpful to me okay that's you know, garage you should, for our go, american <laughs> you can translate for me thank you and so you know that should be out of your process right but the biggest thing i see now and i saw then was discovery Yep. So you get a lot of people on the buyer's side, a lot of my friends who are still buyers, who get annoyed, they get a bit pissed off at going through a discovery process. They, yeah. You know, show me, I want to get to that point. Yeah. But if you haven't done that, if you haven't done it properly, then you, you're never going to get the right thing, right? Yeah. And I It's called due diligence, yeah, kids. exactly. Jesus. But that's work, Chad. <laughs> Don't make me work, it for God's sake. It is work, sakes. but it's, it's work up front that you're not going to have to do for I years. And, okay, know. so let's talk about Harry, because you guys, obviously, you're, you're focused in, in, in a niche area. What is Hospitality. It? Hospitality, right? Uh, it, what do you actually do different because there are a lot of like high volume systems that are out there that could say that hey we work for anything but you guys specifically pinpointed in that area yeah. so talk we, about that. we zero in so harry is hcm for the front line uh-huh. where it you know we're experience employee experience led but with a real vertical focus and for us that is hospitality at the moment so we go really really deep in terms of how we meet the needs for hospitality right across the platform so whether that's ta that i look after whether that's workforce management and getting into all the um you know fair work week or all, all that sort of stuff that you know the compliance piece that people really want we will do and we increasingly branch into retail and healthcare but if people will take us as we are now we will go deeper and deeper into those over time but for us we are very, very focused on hospitality. Well, and you also started out almost like a social network, right? Yes. Right? So yes. it's like LinkedIn for the hospitality side of the house, which is an amazing... So it, it's a great go-to-market, I believe, because you guys own the database, right? Because that's... I mean, you're actually creating this LinkedIn with an applicant tracking system, onboarding, everything that's like wrapped around it. So therefore, what we're used to for years back in the job board days is like, wait a minute, that's my candidates in my applicant tracking system. Well, no, you're buying us because of the entire ecosystem. How has that been different and or an obstacle for some companies because they're used to my candidate, my candidate, my candidate, right? It, that's that's an entirely different change for them. So talk about that. Do you know, well, firstly, I couldn't really say it better myself in terms of how you described it there. It is. It's only LinkedIn that it was in an American accent is the uh, only yeah. thing wrong well, with yeah, what you did smooth American there. accent. Yes. There, there it was. I'll send you my invoice. Don't smooth. worry. That's fine. <laughs> smooth. So. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions. And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait, the Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> Seriously, though, seriously, text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways, text kernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. Text kernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. Text kernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey 
Kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data? I mean, that, that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com. That's T-E-X-T-K-E-R-N-E-L.com. Mmm, nachos. <laughs> Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. For, for us, it is exactly that. You know, it's LinkedIn for hospitality. Uh -huh. that's, that's kind of how we look at it. We've got 10 million people who are on that so you know one million in new york for example so that is obviously Holy a, shit a lot one of million in new yeah. york it's a lot a lot of people alone yeah so when people come into that it's the thing we get asked the most you know i everyone wants to have their cake and eat it right they want i want access to everyone yeah but i don't want i don't want anyone to have access to my people oh yeah yeah, yeah. so we put in a privacy shield for for people in that sense so there are candidates that come to that client and they will be privacy protected so only they can see them if people are coming generally into our pool or into a client that hasn't got that then they can go into that broader pool so we kind of we kind of bridge that piece okay but for us it comes into a, a big bit that i'm passionate about and that we're developing at the moment increasingly is talent pooling you know of where we want to take that so one of the frustrations I used to have as an operator and used to have when I was leading TA is actually we would spend huge amounts of money on recruitment marketing and it just goes in the bin. Yes. You know? well, we spend it, money and we, do, we it, lose those candidates. Well, well it's not just losing yep. the candidates. You're buying them over and over and over. It's the same yep. goddamn people. Yeah. And you're spending money for the same people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So for, for us at the moment, we're, we're developing very deep auto-tagging to put all of those candidates, you know, capture them in the system, but in a very deep targeted way with a lot of filtering. Yeah. If you can do that and then use our um, CRM so you can keep those candidates warm, but also use it for employees as well. There's that bridge between, very big on that bridge between TA and L&D. Uh -huh. uh, how do you pull that piece in so that you keep, because the biggest, you know, the biggest problem, the biggest um, driver that we've got within our industry is people leaving. You know, obviously it's that churn turn, that you're constantly yeah, getting. How do you keep those people? And it's actually by engaging them and showing and recommending jobs to them. So one of the things we can take that to the nth degree and what we're building at the moment is you come, you know, you spent once, yeah. you know, you spent your money wherever you spend it, whether it's Indeed, whether, you know, whether it's wherever uh -huh. you've, you've spent all and or wasted your money and it's gone <laughs> out and you bring those people in and then if you keep them, you know, if you can keep them, you can tag them. And then what we can do is with our AI algorithm, so it's open, we'll match those people in 
be able to say then, and this is what we're building towards at the moment. Yeah. So is be able to invite them directly to interview. That's the flattering piece. You know, if you can say to someone, right, we've got these five people who have matched. We've got 500,000 people in our talent pool. Yeah. These five people have matched and we want to invite you directly to interview. Yeah. That's well, that piece. The, the, I think the most compelling piece for me is that you guys are so focused and disciplined in one specific area, right? That you can really understand how matching works because you are focused on that, just that one area. Unlike, like you said, like an Indeed who is everything and tries to be everything to everybody and they suck at matching and they suck at quality right so therefore you know it's the difference between that generative versus domain specific knowledge it's exactly that and being able to be really focused and personally for me the knowledge that i've got you know what i've done before Uh and when i speak to when i speak to our clients you know and we'll do some kind of in consultancy for some of our big clients you know whether that's kfc whether that's radisson whether you know whoever that is and actually it's bringing that piece because it is focused you know because of how we're doing it right and it's getting to that point if you can spend your money once and you can spend it wisely but the difference where i want to us to be able to flip people to is spending above the line you know recruitment marketing is not done like marketing it's done by this one 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 if you imagine you were doing that and you were spending money to market one burger sale you know it it's insane to think of it like that point of view if you you know if you were whoever and you're trying to sell that one burger and you were putting dollars behind selling one burger it makes zero sense you should be going above the line so where we'll be leading towards is the ability to apply to a talent pool i want to put myself in there and it flips it around so if i'm the employer my message to the candidate is let me find you a job let me become your recruitment agent because you put yourself in the talent pool for my organization because you like it you might not be ready yet you can fill different stuff up. We can match you, and then we can use the recommendation algorithm to invite you to interview. That's that's the dream. There you yeah. go. And then you spend your dollars above the line. Yeah. You had me at cheeseburgers. Why does this show always <laughs> go to food, <laughs> even when we're not even trying? And it's lunchtime. Jesus. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, competitive landscape for a second. You mentioned Indeed. When I hear uh, your LinkedIn tag i think of job case saying we're linkedin for everyone who's not on linkedin so there's some confusion there which you've seen as a buyer kind of differentiate the competitive landscape and where you guys fit in it for us in terms of who you know who we might see ourselves against it, you know it might be isims it might be paradox in those places um for different reasons you know yeah. we we have very you know very similar from a, a paradox point of view in olivia we have carry you know and what we can do there um, and lots, you know, similarities with different people. Where we bring it together is that focus, that, that focus of what we can do and how we can bring it all together around hospitality and the depth that we can go into. Yep. You know, and particularly around, you know, what we're saying there um, with the talent pooling, that, that will increasingly is, but will increasingly become a real, real key part part for us have you guys talked to prince harry about being a pitch man for the company uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah absolutely. yeah, yeah. It's, it's in talks at the moment yeah. yeah yeah he might be he might be discounted we tried to get his name changed officially to prince harry oh. with an eye yeah, with an eye that'd yeah. be even better yeah. but it's it's difficult charles yeah. has just vetoed it but at the moment you know we've got the coronation coming up so if i get an if i get a late invite go through megan she gets shit done okay? she will it. get shit done she will <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That is James Appleton, everybody. James, for our listeners that want to know more about you or connect with the company, where would you send them? Um, to connect with me, re- find me on LinkedIn, You know, re- reach out to me. But otherwise, either me or to harry.com and we will come right to you. 
Did somebody say cheeseburgers? It's lunchtime, Chad. Yes. Another one in the can. We We out. out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chad and Cheese podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell. Enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey. Or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.